Costs to originate keep rising, even with more technology in the industry. The problem is the core platform. A new LOS can re-architect the process around data, not humans moving paper files. Vesta has built this LOS, and you can learn more at Vesta.com. Pulled from the hottest topics coming across our news desk, I'm Alcina Lloyd, and this is The Daily Download. Today, I'll cover a forecast from Fannie Mae's chief economist, Doug Duncan, that projects mortgage lending is set to top $3 trillion this year, a report from the Mortgage Bankers Association that claims the forbearance rate has dropped to a two-month low, and a report from Unison that shows a direct correlation between a housing market's performance and its economic resilience. But before we listen, here's a brief word from our sponsor. Extraordinary challenges demand extraordinary solutions. CoreLogic is uniquely positioned to help you navigate this historic disruption. Whether it's virtual home showings, flexible employment verifications, or automated loan modification engines, CoreLogic delivers the data-driven solutions, targeted insights, and deep domain expertise trusted by the nation's most successful mortgage lenders. Explore how CoreLogic can help you today. Visit corelogic.com forward slash COVID-19. Thanks for listening, and let's get started with an article written by Kathleen Howley that covers a forecast from Fannie Mae's chief economist, Doug Duncan. According to Duncan, mortgage lending is set to reach $3.14 trillion this year, the highest since 2003, as the annual average rate for a 30-year fixed home loan falls to a record low of 3.2%. Duncan said his forecast is based on the open-ended commitment by the Federal Reserve to purchase $40 billion a month in mortgage-backed securities coupled with the expectations that margins, meaning the difference in the yields for 10-year Treasury yield and mortgage bonds, will continue to shrink as the lending industry adjusts to doing business amid the COVID-19 pandemic. When talking 2021, Duncan said rates are heading even lower. According to him, by 2021, the annual average rate will probably fall to 2.8%, marking the lowest rate ever recorded. Furthermore, Duncan said in 2021, the refi share will probably fall to 45%, even though rates will likely be lower. Duncan says this is because so many Americans will rush to lock in the cheaper financing costs this year, and the rate difference in 2021 won't be enough to make it worth the cost of securing a new loan. Our second story also comes from Kathleen Halley and covers a report from the Mortgage Bankers Association that claims the forbearance rate has dropped to a two-month low. According to the MBA, the forbearance rate of mortgages backed by Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac dropped to a three-month low of 5.64%, while the overall rate fell to 7.8%, marking the lowest in more than two months. The MBA claims the forbearance rate for mortgages backed by government-sponsored enterprises, or GSEs, fell 43 buys points as of July 12th from the prior week, marking the biggest decline declined since MBA started tracking it, and the rate for all mortgages fell to 38 buys points from 8.18% the previous week. Notably, the MBA indicates the forbearance rate for loans in Jenny Mae Securities fell 30 buys points to 10.26%, and the forbearance share for private label mortgages that aren't backed by the government decreased 52 buys points to 10.41%. In reference to the report, Jarrett Seberg, Managing Director of Cohen Washington Research Group, said this is the biggest improvement in the data since the crisis began, as the trajectory is for continued improvement. Today's last story comes from Marianne Azevedo and discusses a report from Unison that shows a direct correlation between a housing market's performance and its economic resilience. 
According to Unison, how well a city's housing market fares amidst the COVID-19 pandemic correlates largely to the industries that fuel its local economy. The company's first Resilient and Vulnerable Cities report, in which it used data to predict which U.S. cities will likely see housing prices suffer, shows that resilient cities have higher job concentrations in sectors like financial services and information technology, which have adapted to a work-from-home environment, while vulnerable cities have experienced severe levels of job loss due to the current pandemic as they have high concentration of jobs in sectors like retail, manufacturing, and hospitality. Broken down by housing market, Unison found that Boston was ranked the most resilient U.S. city with numerous prestigious universities and hospitals among its top employers. It's also home to some of the world's largest insurance and investment management companies. Beyond education, healthcare, and financial services, Boston also has the strongest employment representation from biotech, technology, and government sectors. It was followed by Washington, D.C., and the New York City and San Francisco in terms of resilience. On the other end of the spectrum, Las Vegas was ranked as the most vulnerable with the highest concentration of construction, leisure, and hospitality jobs. Furthermore, Las Vegas leads all cities in at-risk sector employment share and is most likely to see the weakest home price performance. Notably, Las Vegas was followed by Miami, Detroit, and San Diego in terms of vulnerability. Thanks for listening to today's episode of The Daily Download. We're excited to share that The Daily Download is now available on Apple Podcasts, so be sure to hit that subscribe button so you never miss the latest coverage of what's happening in the housing industry. We're also available on Spotify and Google Podcasts, so you can catch us wherever you want to listen. And now, since you're subscribed, we'll catch you again here tomorrow.